0: When we look around, we see some timeless, enduring brands. And then again, there are some brands that once were market leaders, they used to be titans in their domain, but today are very nearly extinct or unheard of. What leads to such extinction of brands? It all boils down to... Marketing myopia, a concept propounded by Theodore Levitt in Harvard Business Review, Levitt outlined marketing myopia as a short sighted, inward looking approach, which, if we carefully consider, is the reason why many extremely successful brands did not make it through. In this episode of Behind the Brands, the marketing podcast, join me, Maryam Narona, as I take a look at what it takes to build a strong, enduring brand. If you're a marketing student or professional, chances are that you know about the product life cycle. Just like a person, a product is born, it grows, matures, and then for various reasons, it may die out. It is not the strongest or the most intelligent who will survive, but those who can best manage change. These are the words of Charles Darwin. And these words are not just limited to animal species, but extend to companies and brands in my opinion. It is not success but failure that can teach us more about surviving and thriving and that's why I thought of learning from failure by taking a look at some colossal marketing failures. These are some brands that are and were synonymous with their use and application so much so that they became verbs. Kodak was one such brand, synonymous with photography. And today we'll take a look at the marketing myopia of Kodak. 1880s, by the 1970s Kodak assumed a titanic status in the photography industry and then in 2012 the company filed for bankruptcy. For almost a century Kodak was at the forefront of the photography industry and it got there by innovating, inventing and making the art of photography accessible to the consumer. The key to Kodak's success was essentially this, democratizing photography by making it accessible to everyone. In 1889, George Eastman founded the Eastman Kodak Company and introduced the first Kodak camera, which in a few years rose to the pinnacle of success. Kodak followed the model which is followed by the razor and blades businesses where one item is sold at a low price or given away for free in order to increase the sales of a complementary item as in you want to sell the blades. And you give away the razor at a low price when actually your intention is to sell the blades and not the razor so Kodak uses model and sold its camera and film people took pictures with the camera and they returned it to Kodak to develop the film and print photographs so Kodak's core product was not the camera but the film and printing photos. The 80s, 90s kids will remember the Kodak studios that dotted markets and shopping centers at the time, which were engaged in doing this, developing film and printing photographs. To understand just how successful Kodak was, let's consider a few statistics. In the year 1962, Kodak sales crossed 1 billion dollars. In 1966, sales surpassed 2 billion dollars. In 1972, Kodak's worldwide sales crossed 3 billion dollars. In 1981, sales crossed 10 billion dollars and the late 1980s, the sales graph for Kodak started to flatten and the rise of digital photography led to a decline in the sales of analog cameras. In 1984, customers started switching loyalty from Kodak to Fuji because Fuji, the Japanese color film was 20% cheaper than Kodak's. In 1991, Kodak introduced its first digital camera and from 1991 to 2011, Kodak came out with various digital products but sales continued to plummet to the point that in 2012, Kodak filed for bankruptcy. One of the main reasons for Kodak's failure was the inability to adapt. The art of life lies in a constant readjustment to our surroundings. This is from The Book of Tea by Kakuzo Okakura. If you want to survive, you must adapt. And if you want to thrive, you must have vision. Steve Sasson... A Kodak engineer invented the first digital camera in 1975, but the company's management's reaction to his invention, this device, uh, which made filmless photography a possibility, was to immediately ignore it. Why? Because it did not promote photography using film which they considered was their main business. And in the 1980s, Sony introduced a first electronic camera. And after this, Kodak conducted extensive research to look at the core technologies and likely adoption of digital photography. So this study concluded that digital photography adoption would be minimal and non-threatening for at least a decade down the line. So the 10-year window that this study presented, Kodak did not use to prepare for imminent change. Though Kodak chose to use digital to improve the quality of its photographic film, it did not really see digital technology as disruptive. Kodak's Kodachrome was the company's leading sales item and it was discontinued only in the year 2006 after 74 years of production. And though Kodak joined the digital photography bandwagon in 1991, its foray into the domain was much delayed. Very soon, it became clear that digital cameras were not the competition. Why? Because smartphones took the world by storm and owing to that, digital camera sales declined. So you no longer really needed to print photographs. You could store them digitally and you could share them anywhere online with ease. So Kodak went from market leadership to extinction. So to sum up, I'd like to share my key takeaways from this. Kodak's marketing myopia was what did them in. They knew digital was the next big thing, but they continued to focus more on getting people to print photos. So if you want to compete, agility is the key. You have to make the first move. You can't be the first one to know about it and not do anything about it, which is what Kodak did. It adopted digital technology, uh, but very late. It was a late adopter and because of that, um, it became very difficult for them to, you know, retain the market share and uh, they also focused all their efforts on maintaining status quo and this complacency and aversion to risk this insistence that you know we are in the business of film and printing photos let them down a rapid downward spiral in the words of Ed Jackson Brown Jr nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity. Ignoring the potential disruptive power of digital photography proved to be very expensive for Kodak. Instead of focusing on generating value for the customers, they trained their sites on how they could keep you know, keep on making people buy film and print photos. So, while they did this, they remained oblivious to the real needs of the customers. And clever marketing is preempting customer needs, early adoption of technology to create futuristic products to meet those needs. They failed to do this hope you enjoyed this episode. As much as I enjoyed presenting it, do subscribe, rate and review this podcast on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts or wherever you find your podcasts. Thank you for listening.